This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And uh, excited we have a return guest. Actually, I think this is Chris's third time he's been on the show. So our guest today is Chris Borja, who is uh, the founder of Become a Better Networker. And uh, so thanks for coming back, Chris. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. This is like, uh, you know, on Saturday Night Live, they have, if you've been a host five times, you get like a red jacket or something like that. I'm trying to think if uh, anyone's been on for three We've had a guest on for three shows. I have a couple people who come on for like monthly things, but it's not a full show. So I have to look at that. You might be the first three-time guest. What do you get for three three visits? You, yeah. you get a handshake thank and a thank you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> An error gift card. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll have to think about that. Maybe when you come on, you know, for the fifth time, we'll... Uh, We'll get you a Mr. Biz Solutions hat or something like that. You know? All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll come back. Uh, so as you can imagine, and for those of you who haven't heard, so definitely go out and check in the archives um, and check on the other shows that Chris was on. So Chris was on last year, and I know one of the shows we talked about is uh, his networking business, uh, and, and we'll talk. that's what we're going to talk about today as well. But he also has a uh, another business that he is involved with, and that is called Legal Shield. And so we literally talked an entire show about Legal Shield and some of the benefits. I don't, I don't want to um, belabor that point for this show, but definitely go back and check that out. Legal Shield is I'm, – I'm actually a customer, um, and um, it's a good thing. So it's – oh, I'll, I'll let you summarize. You're going to summarize it better than me. Legal Shield, just real quick. Oh, yeah. So what we do is uh, most people, when they need an attorney, it's, it's usually out of reach for them, two, three hundred $300 an hour. So what we do is have a subscription-based model where for $25 a month – Give them access to legal advice, um, document review, uh, fight out a traffic ticket, or write letters on their behalf if they need it. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, I I, got, I have the um, personal, and then I also added on the the, the uh, small business thing. So they'll send letters for you if you're having a, you have a difficult time with a customer. Think about it. They get a letter from an attorney that carries a lot more weight than you calling and berating them on the phone or whatever. If you get in a situation like that, so. Um, and they, they'll send you, they'll send X number of letters. I can't remember what it is. It's like five or six per month um, for that. So even that alone, like, pays for itself very quickly. Um, so like you said, even just to have an attorney send one of those um, can be pretty costly. So um, good stuff. But we're not here to talk about Legal Shield this time. Uh, we're ta- here to talk about um, what Chris does um, with his uh, Become a Better Networker company. And um, so first of all, let me give a quick shout out to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. And while I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and give you some contact information. So you're going to want to write this down so you know how to get a hold of Chris, because after you hear him talk, you're going to you're going to want to reach out to him. So you got to chrisborja.com, and his last name is actually spelled B-O-R-J-A. So how many times has your name been mispronounced? About 50-50. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's, I did the same thing when I worked in the corporate world. Um, you know, I worked at J.P. Morgan Chase, and so we had people all over the place, right? And so you get a lot of ethnic names and cultural names. And so I literally, as like a little secret, I probably shouldn't share this. Uh, it's not embarrassing or anything, but if there was someone I wasn't sure 
I would call their number, their work number after hours and listen to their voicemail and listen to how they say their name. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty uh, stalkerish. Well, <laughs> well, it was to make sure I didn't, I didn't want to mispronounce their name. You know what I mean? Um, and I've heard your, I've been with you and heard your name mispronounced a bunch of times. And I only know how to say your name because I listen to how you say it. So, so um, but no, I think it's important. I think it's, you know, lacking some detail, although it did backfire me a few times because, you know, sometimes folks uh, for their voicemail greeting have a, it's an automated thing. Right. It'll say, yeah. uh, Chris, it'll be like an automated AI voice kind of thing. Chris, it'll say, your name would probably say Borgia. Chris Borgia is no, not available or whatever. So sometimes it backfired on me. I had to take a stab. Um, I think that's important, though. Pronounce people's name right. So chrisborja.com. Um, you can call him at 614-330-7735 or social media. Chris is big on social media. Um, he's got a Facebook page um, for Become a Better Networker. Uh, on LinkedIn, he's Chris Borja. Pretty simple. Um, on Instagram, he's Network with Chris Borja. Catchy. Yep. Uh, and on Twitter, he's Chris Borja614. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's our area code here in, in, uh, in Columbus, the Columbus area. So, and I'll, I'll mention those again later in the show, but um, you, you're going to want to write that stuff down so you know how to get a hold of him. If all else fails, you can go out to chrisborja.com because he's got all his information out there as well. So let's talk a little bit about your background. So Chris has got, this is the unique part um, that Chris now is, does this for a living, teaching people how to become a better networker because um, Chris was not a, a person that was a good networker back in the day, right? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, so, so some of my background, uh, as far as I can remember, I was always the quiet Quiet, shy kid. I was a good kid, but I was always the, the I was a responsible kid, but I was just the quiet kid. And so I got labeled as the quiet kid, and that's just how I was always known. And I kind of adopted that that uh, trait, I guess. You know, sometimes they talk about how the, the power of labels. So I just adopted that trait through all of my childhood into my adult life. So as a kid, I was the I was the kid that would always be at the parents' side at the kids' party and wouldn't leave and play with the other kids. Um, I was I was the best man at my best friend's wedding. I didn't even stand up to give the you know, the, the toast or the speech because I was so uh, afraid of standing up and, you know, kind of having everyone look at me and it affected me all, all the way into my work life. When I started in, in, uh, in my own business in the world of entrepreneurship, obviously I had to get out into the marketplace to build a business. And I was realizing that cold calling was, was dying because no one would ever pick up the phone and it would just drain me. I would rather <laughs> dig a ditch and recover it every single day than to continue on this cold calls. So I had to figure out something different. And that's when the first networking event entered my life. It was just calling out to me. And I went to that event and found that there was a different way for people to generate business and generate leads. And that was through building relationships and having people come to them as opposed to them chasing other people down. So uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue. I was completely uncomfortable in that scenario. But I saw the payoff. I saw what people were doing where they were just getting referrals left and right. And I wanted to become that person. In the course of doing that, it was really just a lot of trial and error and, and truly a lot of a lot of uh, cringe-worthy moments is what I call it. <laughs> those moments where you just want to disappear and like, right. I hope no one really heard me. Or just, <laughs> just disappear from me, take your name tag off and, and just disappear in, into the background. But yeah. uh, So I had a lot of those moments and that's what led me into start training because I realized that I had a hard time learning because there wasn't a proven, like just a, a, a direct path you know, I could look on online and find different articles. A number of them are outdated. I was find, find some YouTube clips and some of them aren't really very entertaining and they're honestly kind of boring. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I have a challenge trying to find a way to become better at networking. And the transition was really 
uh, when I did my first uh, workshop, I started coaching and helping people individually that I saw looked as lost as I did at the events. <laughs> and so that's where I started my coaching. And eventually I, I did a, a workshop and brought everyone together and shared some of the things that I learned. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and uh, I know some of these cringeworthy things. I know he, Chris and I have talked a bunch of times, and um, Chris is not the uh, almost, I'll call it speed dating networker guy who just runs around the room and like, throws their business cards like like throwing stars like a ninja um he doesn't do that so um we're up against a break here so we'll head to break we'll come back we'll give the mr biz tip of the week we'll continue to talk with chris and i want to kind of go through a lot of, chris does a lot of different things not just these uh classes and things like that he does a ton of different things so i want to make sure we cover all that during the next segment so join us after the break and we'll continue talking with chris borja from become a better networker are you frustrated with trying to grow your business you're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week's tip is protect and defend your intellectual property. Your long-term success depends on it. Um, I know we've had um, our resident uh, attorney partner, Darren McNair, who's been on the show uh, a couple of different times talk through and actually last time he was on we talked about intellectual property how important it is um, definitely something very important to look into trademarking and uh, copywriting books and things like that speaking of which what a great segue uh, Chris is in the process of writing a book yes I am uh, and uh, it's funny we were talking off air before we got started and I said uh, do you want me to mention your book I know he's been working on it for a while and he said yep and I got a new release date on his birthday. <laughs> yep. November 17th. So what's going to be in the book? What's the, what's the book about, Chris? The the book is is titled Become a Better, Better Networker, so real stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about what am I going to call this book? And I said, well, if somebody wanted to become better at networking, what should I call it? So I said, I'm going to call it Become a Better Networker. And that's how I chose the title. The KISS method, right? <laughs> yes. Keep it simple, silly. Uh Yep. So that's, yeah, so that's what's included. So, oh, so what's included in the yeah, book, yeah. basically what I do is I, I break down. So the first, the first section is all on mindset, just the, the things that, that cause people to have anxiety and fear about networking, all those kind of things. I address it through stories, through personal examples that really engages the reader. So all of the chapters are short uh, because that's my reading style. If there are more than a few pages, I kind of Put it off till later. You don't know how many books I have that I'm on chapter two of. <laughs> yep. So, so I wanted to make it to where people can finish the whole book, and also to where the busy business person can read segments that they find most 
relevant to them at that particular moment so they can read it straight through and it'll work great or they can just piece out different sections and go straight to the area that they might need help in. So the first area I talk about mindset, then uh, second section I talk about actually working live events. And that's one of the things that people fear, you know, what they don't know because of, you know, they might be violating some kind of etiquette or, you know, are they doing something that's going to make them look silly? It's like somebody going to play golf for the first time or, you know, somebody just in a, <laughs> you know, somebody in a new environment. I want people to be comfortable when they're networking because it'll, it'll get them better results and keep them coming back. And um, also talk a lot about social media. So instead of going into a whole lot of detail in the book, I, I talk more about concepts of how to utilize social media in addition to in-person networking to, to really to, to really build connections and to keep those relationships going going strong for, for many years. I mean, I've, I've run to people like three years later at an event, and we haven't talked in that amount of time, but they still feel connected through social media contact, mm -hmm. you know, so they're like, Hey, you know, I've been keeping up with you. And so it's a great way to really keep relationships warm. And, and we all know in business that, you know, if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And that's one of the biggest things with branding and just, you know, building awareness for referrals is you got to stay present. And that's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree for sure. So uh, you're listening to B2B radio brought to you by capital plus CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. So I want to, um, continue along that path because you mentioned local events and live events. So I want to mention, so Chris, um, if you ha if you guys haven't heard of LinkedIn, Lo uh, LinkedIn local, so LinkedIn local has events, um, in different cities. And I'll let Chris explain it. Cause again, he'll do a much better job, but Chris is our local representative who put together, um, our first one back in March end of March. Right. And we have another one coming up here at the end of May. Um, and so th they're, uh, awesome events and they tie right into what you were just talking about. So uh, what, tell everyone what uh, those LinkedIn local events are about. It was a LinkedIn local was, it was started by a lady named Anna McAfee out in Australia. So what she wanted to do, she realized that it's great to have all these connections and she just wanted to have a chance to meet people face to face, which is you know a great way to really build relationships is just to have a chance to meet your connections in person. And so that's what she started. She started the event out there and that was right. I think we did, we just finished a one year anniversary for LinkedIn local. And in that first year, it's gone from that one location in Australia and is now actually in over 250 cities wow. all across the world where local, local networking leaders are facilitating and hosting the events in conjunction with other, other leaders to uh, create a, a space for people to meet in person to where it's not salesy to where people aren't trying to just, you know, pitch each other, but everyone is there just to genuinely build relationships. So it's just a, a blast. Our first one, uh, like you said, Ken was at the end of March as our first event. We had well over 200 people in attendance and the energy was just through the roof, just absolutely dynamic. And it was sold out. So it wasn't just that there were 200 people there. It was sold out. I mean, we had a, obviously a a finite number of people we could fit in there. We have fire codes, right? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was sold out. It was very well received in the, uh, in the local community here. I mean, everyone was talking about it beforehand, then at the event and then after the event. Um, uh, and then the other thing is people used it tying right back into social media. So how many times did you see, I know Chris posted a lot about it as well afterwards, but a ton of people who were there said, Hey, just attend. And they used, you know, ha our hashtag and all that stuff and tagged people that they met and all that stuff. It was really cool, cool to see and all that engagement. And a lot. it was really cool for me even to see, and I didn't even coordinate the dang thing, but all the different people meeting. So you know probably at least two-thirds of that room, if not more, right? So it's because you know like everybody in town because of, that's what he does, right? So, uh, But to see, it's probably neat for you to see people 
like me connecting that you know me and you know so and so over here, right? And me connecting with that person and seeing those relationships starting to form, um, it's got to be kind of rewarding for you as well. To oh, absolutely, that's just a joy to to see people connecting and to see others, you know, just making introductions to others within their network. So as they continue to expand out and find ways to collaborate, it's an awesome thing to see because we can accomplish so much more when we work together. And it's it's like one of the examples that I I like to share as far as networking, it's like playing poker. A lot of times people play that poker game, you know, like it's a, you know, there's one winner to the game and everyone tries to keep their cards kind of close to their vest. So no one can see what they have because they're playing against each other. But when we're networking, really what we're doing is kind of imagine playing poker, but you know, like Ken and I sit at the table and we're exchanging cards. We're probably going to win most of the hands (laughs) just because we're, what we're doing is okay. In game poker, we'll be cheating, but in in networking, (laughs) we wouldn't be cheating. We'd be called collaborating where, you know, cards that maybe aren't really serving me, or maybe it's not helping improve my hand. Those could be the exact cards that can give Ken a, a, you know, a straight or a flush or a full house. Uh, so the same for me. So mm-hmm. that, you know, as, as I see people doing this, it really excites me to see these kind of things happening. Yeah. Cool stuff. Um, and just to let everyone know. So of course, in the third segment, we're going to pick his brain and we're going to get some tips from Chris on networking and how to become better networkers. But I want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that Chris also does uh, in, in addition to what we've already mentioned. So again, tying into what he had mentioned. Um, so this is going to tell you that he practiced what he preaches, um, practices what he preaches is Chris formed a Facebook group, um, uh, what, three years ago or so? I think it was about, yeah, I think it was about three years ago. Yeah. Um, so he created this group, and it's based around networking and, and the uh, local small business network here in uh, in the Columbus, Ohio area. And how many members now? We have over 2,700 members now. And more importantly to that, right, so someone can look at that and say, well, I've seen groups that have 10,000. The thing that's more impressive to me, and Chris posts about this, the number of active members we have. So it's not just 2,700 people and like 100 people do all the posting. There's a high level of engagement from people. So the people that are in this group, they're engaged in the group and they participate. Now, of course, you have some people that are just kind of waiting on on the sidelines or whatever, but it is very engaging. Um, The group's very participatory, um, which just makes it that much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got over a 70% active rate, which is unheard of for... Facebook type groups usually they're in the 20 25% range as far as you know active members. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and I'd much rather be in a group that's that's not 10,000 and you know 200 of them are actually doing the posting out of 10,000. So uh, well time flies when you're having fun we're we're up against the break again here. So let's um, we'll hit the break, we'll come back and we'll continue talking with Chris and we're going to get some tips from Chris on how to become better networkers. So come back after the break to BB Radio. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at 
don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio, and we have this week's guest, Chris Borja of Become a Better Networker, and we are about to pick Chris's brain and get some good, good tips from him. But first, let me give you some more information about Chris and how you can contact him. So chrisborja.com, again, B-O-R-J-A.com. You can reach him via via phone at 614-330-7735. You can um, find his company on Facebook, Become a Better Networker. LinkedIn, Chris Borja, Instagram, Network with Chris Borja, and on Twitter, he's uh, Chris Borja 614. So that's how you can get re- get a hold of him, and you're going to want to write that down because after you hear these tips, you're going to say, oh my gosh, i got to get more information from Chris. Um, so that being said, help us out. How can we be- all become better networkers? What are the, some of the top things that you see that are the top sort of um, things that hold people back on becoming better networkers? Right. So the first one, I like to teach a lesson called home field advantage. So for any baseball fans out there, know that the home team has an advantage for one because they're playing at home. They've got, you know, their their fans, they're playing from their fans or live closer to the house. I don't know, all that kind of stuff. But batting order wise, the home team has a home team has the advantage because they bat second. And the fact that they bat second, it gives them an advantage because they know exactly what they need to do to win the game. Whether, you know, if it's if they're down by one or if it's a tie game or if they're down by three or four. It's going to change their strategy. What I see most people do when it comes to networking is they give up that home field advantage and choose to be the visitors by speaking first, by giving their elevator speech first, by putting all their cards out there first and not having any idea. In baseball, no one would ever want to do that. In the playoffs, everyone wants to be you know game seven at home. And the reason why is because there's a tactical advantage to it. So with networking, it's the same as true. The more we can learn about the other person the better off it is. And not just to you know try to trick them or something like that so we can mm-hmm. try to sell them, but it's, it's just to get to know them first. And when we know them first, we can alter our introduction to where it's more relevant to them. You know? So I think it's just better for building relationship. And it also shows just more concern for the other person because when we go to networking events, everyone goes for a reason. And if we're just thinking about what we want to accomplish or what we want to sell or what we want to promote, well, guess what? Everyone didn't come to the event to learn about what we do necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has their own purpose of being there. And if we can find that out, probably one of the best ways to build instant rapport is to show genuine compassion for somebody else. And so I I like to mechanically, I like to say, hey, you know, let them speak first and don't just wait to jump in, you know, as soon as they take a breath, but actually listen to them and, and find out what they're there for and see how we might be able to serve them. So um, that's the first thing. And then second, second is to, so I have five tips for you. So that's the first one. Second is I would say to ha- just have absolute clarity over the value that you offer, not just trying to sell a product or a service or, you know, something that you're promoting, but actually understand and have clarity over how that helps the other person. And it changes it from being a sale. And now all of a sudden it goes into providing a service that somebody else needs. So I think that helps people relax a lot more and become um, I just just a lot more comfortable and a lot more conver- a lot more conversational and in the moment as opposed to worrying about what they rehearsed in the car on the way to the to the networking event. So I'd say having absolute clarity is is number two. Yeah, and I was going to say even going back to number one, I love that the home field advantage thing you mentioned because uh, you had talked about this earlier. Even people that are nervous, right? You go to this thing, you're nervous. Maybe that's not your in your wheelhouse to communicate with people. You're worried you're going to say something silly. That home field advantage tip that you just mentioned 
is huge because if you think about it, if you go in there nervous and you're nervous because I'm not sure what to say, I don't want to look silly. If you listen to that person, you're going to find out how to communicate with them. As you had sort of alluded to, it's going to, you're going to know a little bit about their background. So now it takes the pressure off of you. You don't have to think about what do I say? What's the right thing to say? You can base it off of what they're talking about because more than likely that person, there's some common ground. You can, there's some common oh, ground absolutely. that they mention. It could be anything. It could be your kids both play soccer. Oh, my daughter plays soccer, right? And that becomes a segue into the conversation. And of course, you've talked other, about other things, but that takes the pressure off you if you're anxious about that. So I think that's a, that's a really good one, too. So yep. So yeah, that's great. And also, let me see. So a third, I would say, is to engage both in person and online. Not, I, I think just one or the other nowadays, you're, you're missing a big chunk of it. I think it's mm-hmm. almost like 50-50 as far as importance. The reason why is because we can't build any better relationship than face-to-face or you know, in, individual um, conversation. But there's there's also you know the online aspect where people are online more than they'll. I mean, we'll see each other online more than we'll see each other in person mm-hmm. in most cases. You know, think about family members, friends that we haven't seen, but we still feel connected with them. So I feel like not utilizing you know, especially LinkedIn in particular, also Facebook because that helps us to see people on on a more personal, relatable side and not mm-hmm. as business like. Um, LinkedIn's a little bit more formal, so I like that for connecting, but also like Facebook to where it helps us get to, to know the person. And a lot of times, you know, we, I think we all do this. We all kind of spy on people. If we're going to do business with them, <laughs> we want to know what they're about. We, we go on their social media and kind of check out and see what they're doing. So I'll say to do that. I'll, um, fourth, I'll say to be the connector. So whether it's in person or whether it's online, it's to actually be the connector, you know, find out what other people need and what other people provide and become the connector in the community. And there's just so much value to that. And just look back at the poker analogy that I shared earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, when we trade these cards, it doesn't hurt us at all. I mean, if we got one of each card, they weren't, a, you know, they weren't a straight or they weren't a flush. I mean, what it doesn't really help us to hold on to those cards. But that's that might be the difference between somebody else having four of a kind and we're holding on to it for no reason. Right. And so, so I think to just become, um, you know, just just become a connector in the community. So, um, I don't know, did you have? Yeah, I was gonna say no. I think that's great. I'll tell you myself personally. It's very rewarding for me, and I guess as I say that, it might also almost sound a little bit selfish, but I don't mean to sound selfish. It's very rewarding to me that when I'm able to connect someone, when someone says, gosh, uh, you know, when I have a client or even just someone I meet at a networking event, and they say, man, you know, I don't make it up. I have problems with my website. Oh, really? Well, here's a guy you should call, and when you call him, make sure you tell him that I sent you because he'll, he'll, connect, he'll hook you. He'll hook you up, right? <laughs> so... Um, being able to connect people with good resources um, is always very valuable, and I get a lot of intrinsic value out of it myself, so I love doing that. I think it's great, um, great. And like you said, it builds that relationship. It shows goodwill, and it's karma. I mean, I look at it as karma. At some point, I'm going to be talking to someone, and I'm going to have a need, and someone's going to say, oh, well, you should talk to this person or that right. person or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, and the, the last one I would say, and this is probably the most important thing, and most people miss this boat, is to talk about more personal, have a more of a personal type conversation like you would have with anybody else, not necessarily about your business. Because, I mean, honestly, for most people, talking about business can get boring real fast. And then usually <laughs> the only other conversation just gets deeper into the weeds and more technical or it just it just starts to lose people even more. And most people don't even need that to be able to give a, a good referral. They don't need all the details. I don't need mm-hmm. to know what somebody did to make my car run better. I just need to know that it's running when I <laughs> right, pick it up. Right. So I don't care what they did, honestly. I just want to know that it's running when I get it back. So that kind of thing, people really don't need all the details. So my my fifth tip would be to just 
turn to the personal. So learn about people's background, how they got started in their business. You could talk about, you know, where they went to school. Uh, easy one is just to ask them, did you grow up here in whatever market you're in, in Columbus, in LA, whatever it happens to be, you know, did you grow up out here or for somewhere else? And that just takes the conversation, even just one or two, you don't even have, have to have a whole arsenal of questions. Usually just ask some of these open-ended questions like, did you grow up here or uh, where did you grow up? You know, mm-hmm. and then that just leads to somewhere else. And then they start telling a whole story and just let them talk because the more they talk, the the more engaged they're going to think. I mean, this quick example, there's one, one gentleman I met for coffee and this was early on in my networking. I didn't know any, I was just a natural listener anyway, because being more introverted, then he talked for about 50 minutes out of the hour that we were together. <laughs> oh, and then when we were done, he's like, man, we should do this again. That was, that was, he just, he's, he just couldn't wait to get, he thought I was the best conversationalist. And I hardly said anything. So that's my last tip for you guys. <laughs> that's good. Well, great tips, uh, as always, from Chris. I really appreciate that. Again, go out to chrisborha.com to find out more about some of the things he does, um, not only coordinating local events, um, speaking. He does keynotes. He, um, As he mentioned a little bit earlier, he does group workshops. He does private coaching. He's, he's developing an online course um, right now, actually a, a few of them, I think, but I know one particular about on uh, LinkedIn. So definitely go out and check out some of his stuff on his um, website. Thanks again, Chris, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Well, thanks again to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at cpifunding.com, or you can call them at 855-522-3951. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.